Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. All things work together for the good to those who love God and to those who's called according to his purpose. God has sent Jesus to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. Freedom, my friends. That season may not be the thing that you wanted necessarily, but God needs you to learn something. Hindsight with God, you understand, but in the middle of stuff, you just gotta hang on and trust Him. We're not supposed to do for God, we're supposed to be for God. The doing is a side effect. God is able to bless you abundantly. If He can take care of the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, yes. so more can He do for you. It's all going to work together for your good. If you love God, you just continue to stay. Stay humble, seek God, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. God's word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast his love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for him. And I don't know if you like to ride bikes, but today's guest is a wonderful cyclist (laughs) and he does so many other things, um, including putting on a triathlon in Sebring, Florida every year. And we are going to talk about that Heartland Triathlon. But our guest today is Dan Andrews. He's the owner at Legacy Bicycles in Sebring, Florida, and the managing director with the Heartland Triathlon. How are you, Dan? Oh, I'm great. Thank you for having me today. I'm so excited about this. Oh, I'm so encouraged to just hear what God has done in your life to give you the energy to host a triathlon where people (laughs) come from all over to be a part of it. But it's not easy to do. So we'll start with the basics. Tell us uh, what this triathlon is and just how long you guys have been doing it. So today it exists as it's kind of multifaceted. So we have uh, a youth uh, splash and dash, which is kind of like uh, getting the, the the family involved and getting the, the young little kids involved from, from five years old and, and up. Um, so we have the splash and dash, and then we have the youth super sprint triathlon. And then we have a super sprint triathlon where um, somebody who just wants to stick their toe in the water and, and see what a triathlon's about, we have the super sprint. And then, of course, we have a sprint and Olympic distance uh, triathlons also. Mm-hmm. And in addition to the triathlons, we also uh, do a duathlon for those who don't like to swim. And then we do an aqua bike for those who don't like to run. So we have a little bit of everything for everybody. I did not know that you all did all of this. Is this all hosted on the same day in June? Yes. Yep. Yep. June 3rd um, is the event date. Um, we had been breaking it into youth races on Saturday and adult races on Sunday. But the cost for road closures and infrastructure and things like that were just getting a little bit out of control. So we, we've consolidated it into one day, and it's just a whirlwind of, of, of fun and love and inspiration and motivation. And some of the stories that come out of our event are just – they're just so impactful to so many. So um, it's, it's just a, a great it's, – it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of one of those love affairs for us. We, we, yeah. you know, we, we don't make much money on it, if anything. 
Um, but it gives us opportunity to give back to the community. It gives us the opportunity to expose our community to um, some really talented athletes throughout the uh, throughout the state of Florida. And um, it's just a, a super oppor- opportunity for us to um, to make a little bit of a difference. So what inspired you to start doing this triathlon? Because it obviously wasn't money. So what inspired you to put this together? So my best friend, Jeff Carlson and I, um, in the late nineties and early two thousands, we were driving to Claremont four or five times during the summer to compete in triathlons. It was the closest venue and um, we just kind of started thinking, you know, why why should we have to travel up to Claremont to do this? We have beautiful lakes, beautiful roads, an awesome community that would totally embrace something like this. So why don't we do our own? So we started in 2004. Um, in 2005, we took about a year and a half of planning um, to, to work through all the details, all the logistics, get all the key players in place. Um, you know, we really had it. We had a small group of about a half a dozen of us that were were triathletes and enjoyed the sport. And um, so so we kind of powered everybody together just to to bring our first event to to Sebring in 2006. OK, and so that first first year we had about 200 athletes. Um, the, the second year we we doubled in size and added the kids race. And then we've kind of just grown um, to where we maxed out about. 900 to a thousand athletes and we kind of hover in that 750 to a thousand athlete area for the weekend. Um, you know, the pandemic, you know, impacted us, but, um, for the most part, we just put on a really high quality, total local vibe mm-hmm. type of an event. You know, it's just that hometown feel. And, and, you know, I think it's something that Sebring and, and us and you, you being born and raised here know it you know we just we just love our hometown feel and um we're just able to share that through our event so my question to you is was there ever a moment when you realized in the planning process that were you like i cannot do this because every year every year (laughs) (laughs) that just made someone laugh out loud whoever is trying to do anything it's like oh Yeah. yeah no every time i try yeah i'm like oh my goodness can i do this so the idea sparks in 2004 you work on the details for a whole year in 2005 so 2004 the idea 2005 you work out the details and 2006 the actual race happens so that's two years of just conversation about what you're going to do yeah like and and thinking that it's never going to happen okay you know those those first two years it was just like you know, God just put roadblock after roadblock in front of us, but every roadblock he put in front of us, we overcame and we overcame to a greater degree than we probably would have ended up if that roadblock wasn't there. Does that make sense? Oh, you know, of course. So, yes. So, you know, we, we, we were learning and, and, and adapting and, 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 and making things work. But, um, you know, I think the reason we were really able to pull it off is because of, our community and their support. And, um, you know, we had, um, we had sponsors who required their staff to come and volunteer. They paid us money to sponsor the event and required their, their staff to volunteer. And that's just the type of community we are. And, um, you know, I remember for the first eight years, the city, the county, police, sheriff, uh, road and bridge, 
didn't even charge us a dime to put the event on, um, you know, and, and now, now move forward another 10 years, you know, those costs are $30,000 now, but, um, but they saw the value and they wanted to see something like this be successful, especially in those summer months when there's not a lot going on in central Florida. Yep. Um, and so um, they really, they gave us that, that, investment initially that's allowed us to be successful. So, so I want to ask you this, but I didn't ask you that beforehand. So you can totally redirect if you want to, but who is the farthest? I want to say who has traveled the farthest uh, to do one of these races that you know of who you, you know, yep. gotten to yep. know at the triathlon. So you know, we, we have those that come every year from from North Florida, the Keys, and, and South Carolina. But the, the farthest distance that, that we're aware of that's traveled here is we had a family that came from uh, Germany. And wow. and they came in to Florida and did a series of, of four events. They did our event. They did St. Anthony's over in St. Pete um, and the race in Claremont. So, so they came and kind of made that that uh, two month journey doing a couple of events around the state of Florida. So that's the, the farthest that, uh, that we've had, you know, and you sometimes see the, the addresses as, you know, uh, you know, Maine or Washington state, but then, but then you come to realize, well, they're here seasonally or they're here visiting family and stuff like that. So we have a lot of that, that happens also. Mm -hmm. uh, people come and visit family in the state. So. Yeah, that's great. Um, and then you also, Ho well, you, you're also the owner of Legacy Bicycles in Sebring, Florida. Right. So uh, I just love that you do your job, you know, you, the work, the job that you have to do, like the disciples, they were fishermen, you know, just like you sure. do the work. Well, not all of them were fishermen, but basically what I'm trying to say is like you have a job, you sell bicycles, you fix bicycles. Right. And you host this Heartland Triathlon. And I just would love to know, like, what, how did God lead you to open up this bicycle shop and, <laughs> you know, do this triathlon? I just feel like this is such a passion position, if that's yeah. the right way to put it. It's Because you have to love bikes to be in the bike business, you know? Yeah, you know, uh, my, my dad... Um... He was an Allstate insurance agent in town for 40 years. And my brother bought his business from him and did that for several years. And people always ask me, you know, why didn't you go in the insurance business? You know, your dad made a wonderful living. You know, your brother yeah. made a good living before he passed away. Why didn't you do that? And I said, you know, I always have had that attitude where I want some, I want to do something that somebody wants me to do, not something that somebody has to have. Like for in the insurance, dad was always stressed because nobody's ever happy about having to buy insurance. They're happy when the insurance is there and an yeah. incident happens and they use it, but they hate making that payment, whether it's it's auto or, or homeowners or life or, well, not yeah. life, but, um, you know, health, all those things. You know, we hate yeah. paying insurance until we need it. And then that's the one time we're okay having done it. Well, people yeah. come to me for the bike business or for the triathlon because, they're, they want to, they're, they're looking for an experience. They're looking for an outlet. They're looking for an opportunity. And, and it's just uh, very rewarding to be able to provide that. But for me personally, 
I was in the bike business, uh, DNS Cycling Center. My first partner was Sean Lenahan, and he and I started that store in 1995, fresh out of college with uh, some money I borrowed from my parents. And, and so we got into the bike business, you know, and then from that, I was a swimmer in college. We got into triathlons. Yeah. And so they just fit hand in hand. And, you know, one feeds the other and vice versa. But so we started the triathlon in 2006 and we ran it for two years. And those two years, I was the executive director of the Sebring Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. Well, um, being young and bullheaded and feeling like I was top of the world, I made a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. And my mistakes were in managing in how I how I ran the finances of the chamber. And so I got fired from that job. And when I got fired from that job, not only was it um, a devastating time for me because it was uh, a newsworthy, I guess, event that was on the front pages of the paper and, and very embarrassing for me and my family because, I mean, you know, I made mistakes. And, um, and so not only did I lose my job, yanked my passion, which was a Heartland Triathlon out from underneath me, I lost, I lost my way. And, um, and Laura, uh, my wife and I, we talk about it all the time. We wouldn't, you know, looking back now, I wouldn't change anything that happened because it, it, it really helped shape who I am. It centered my life. It centered my focus on, on, on God. It centered my focus on my wife and it centered my focus on my family. And I, I don't, you know, it's not like addiction, you know, where I was going down a road that, but I was, I was definitely not living a spirit filled life. I was, I was, you know, living a, just a, a life that I'm not proud of, but I'm glad I had it because it, 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 it showed me where I needed to go with my life. And so, so I lost the triathlon, which was, you know, losing my job was, was sucked, but losing the triathlon was like really a real significant gut punch because it was my baby. Yeah. You know, Jeff and I had founded it. We had created it. And, and all of a sudden, you know, it was ripped, ripped away from me. And, and, um, in that interim, Sheree Starr and Patrick High took over the event. And so they ran it for the next five or six years. And, um, and so fast forward a little bit, um, uh, Jeff and I had bought our building downtown and, and I, I brought legacy downtown and Patrick and Sheree had got to the point where, where they were, they were, you know, just burnt out and they yeah. were getting ready to move to the mountains. And, and so they, uh, they approached me and, and, and wanted to know if I'd be interested in, in acquiring it from them and, and taking it over. And, uh, and, and we didn't hesitate, you know, um, it was, it, I felt like I was coming home almost to, um, and we had been involved wow. with Patrick and Shree at a high level, you know, for, you know, I was really only out of it for about two and a half years. And then they kind of brought me back in helping them with different avenues and of course with the bike business and stuff. So, so it just came full circle. And, and so we took the event back over in 2016, um, and have, have run it since. The testimony that I am thinking about right now as you share that is the story of Moses and how when he was in Egypt, he killed uh, an Egyptian and he went away. You know, he was ashamed. He was like, I got to go. You know, I'm so embarrassed, you know, and I mean, so many people can relate to this with their testimony, my own included, 
Well, then he had to go back. Like God called him back to take the Israelites with him to go to the land of milk and honey, to go to the promised land. You know, they had a big journey ahead of them. But when you said that you went back and you went back to the triathlon, that was only two years in between how God is faithful to know the desires of your heart and to bring you back to something that you loved and to let you do it again, but with a new vision, with new eyes, new, um, I'm thinking of like sunglasses, like new, a new vision, clean lens. Yeah. And I just think so many people can relate to this about you were doing something in your own strength. And then God was like, no, that's not how we're going to do it. He let you come back to it. And now you get a restart, renewed, refreshed. And now you're you're on a roll. Yes, he's given me a renewed opportunity with something that I'm passionate about. But there's only one day where things are going to be perfect. And that's when we join our Heavenly Father. And, and yeah. you know, there's roadblocks, there's trials, there's tribulations, there's there's successes and there's failures with, with all of it. It's not like, it's not like we just acquired it back and everything was, was all hunky dory. You know, we acquired it. We ran into a pandemic. We ran into cost escalations. We ran into the County no longer willing to provide services. So that had to be outsourced. So, so, you know, there's, there's renewed challenges and things that come with it, but um, you know, and, and, and through all of this, you know, in one, one of the, you know, it was dark when I lost my job and and went through all of all of that, you know, publicly going through my mistakes. Um, but one of the things that um, that really has um, propelled both my wife and I spiritually was the loss of my brother um, five years ago. Oh. Um, he, um, unbeknownst to us, um, in in people who are depressed and have mental health issues, you know, are often the best at hiding them. Yes. And um, yeah. my yes. brother um, had quietly struggled for years and um, unbeknownst to us and unbeknownst to my, my, my parents, um, he was really in a very dark place. And, um, and in 2016, uh, he attempted to take his, his own life and um, he failed in that attempt but the reason he failed in that attempt, we lost him five days later. But when they woke him out of a coma, my pastor, David Giuliano, was sitting there and asking him if he was ready to commit his life. And my brother did and gave his full testimony and committed his life to Jesus Christ there Amazing. in the hospital. And we, we lost him three days later from a blood clot. But, you know, if we hadn't had that period of time, you know, we would have, he would have, who knows what would happen. But I know this, he, he didn't know, know Jesus like he needed to until David sat there with him for half a day and just, uh, um, you know, taking him to salvation. So that's um, amazing. You know, everybody's got these stories in their lives. And, and, you know, one of the things that came out of that was, you know, my brother's favorite Bible verse was Jeremiah 29, 11. And, uh, you know, which is, uh, for I know the plans I have for you plans to prosper and not harm you plans to give you hope in the future. And, um, you know, that's kind of the, the verse I fall back to daily and, um, and I fall back to it all the time. And I, you know, I tattooed it on my arm, on my forearm, um, with a, with a cross. And, um, I put it there because 
it provides me the opportunity to give testimony to people daily, whether whether they're walking into the bike shop and, and they see it and it's a conversation starter, whether we're doing check-in at the triathlon and they see it and they they quote the verse to me and just brings me to tears. But, um, you know, yeah. it, it's just uh, it's it's something that my brother gave me and I never want to forget it. I tattooed on the forearm because it gives me the opportunity to to share my brother's um, uh, struggles and and then ultimate victory. Yes. Um, and and it, um, it also it also gives me just uh, a daily reminder of him and and. Yeah. So anyhow, sorry, I got off on a tangent. No, that is a testimony and we are supposed to share our testimony Uh, in Revelation uh, chapter 12, verse 11. It says that the enemy will be defeated by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And I love that you come into work. I mean, you have the tattoo on, so it's coming with you, but that testimony is coming with you. And that, I mean, for anybody out there, I don't know if you have a tattoo or not, but like pretend like you have Dan's tattoo on you, you know, like remember, (laughs) remember Dan's tattoo, remember your testimony and like your own testimony for you who's listening and share your testimony because the enemy is going to be defeated by the blood of the lamb, by Jesus dying for us and by the word of our testimony. And so the, the story that you just shared that could change someone's whole life. Well, and and it's so so important to change our testimony because you just never know what somebody's dealing with, right? Mm-hmm. You just never know how just sharing one word may make a difference in 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 their life or or what they're thinking or what they're going through. You just never know. Yep. Okay, something you said earlier, and you just said it in passing, but I wrote it down because it's so good. Okay, you said looking for an experience when people are doing a triathlon, like they're looking for an experience. You know what I'm saying? So I have the coolest God encounters and like prayer time when I am riding a bike or running or swimming, like training for a race. Do you have God experiences when you're working out? Absolutely. I mean, it, it, to be honest with you, it's the time where my, my mind can most easily focus on that stuff. Um, and, and I swam in college and or high school and in college and, and, you know, swimming in a pool can be, uh, monotonous to say the least. You're just doing lap after lap with lane line after lane line. But I found in swimming, that was my time where I could center myself and, 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 and focus in. And, and the same thing happens, you know, when I'm on the bike, because I mean, we're in, <laughs> God has given us so many opportunities and such blessing with, with the world we live in. And, um, and people may not think of it that way, but it's just, but it is beautiful. And, you know, when you're out there on the bike, you're just experiencing it um, like, like no other. And so, Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and my wife, uh, Laura, I mean, you know, that's her, her, her focus on, on when she's on her treadmill, she's either listening to a book, listening to a podcast, um, you know, Christian based, uh, uh, book or, or podcast. And, and we, we both find that exercise is a opportunity to really help us center in and, and focus and remind ourselves of, of our journey. Absolutely. Yeah. It takes discipline to make time to exercise, but let this podcast be an encouragement to you to go out and move your body and go get active. And hey, 
train for the Heartland Triathlon. Okay. There you go. <laughs> I mean, okay. So go. how long, how long is the swim bike and then the run? So it depends on which division you're doing. So if you do the super sprint, that's the uh-huh. shortest distance, shoot super sprints, 200 meter swim, a nine mile bike and a two mile run. Okay. I did the longer one, the one the sprint, three mile swim, a uh, 14 mile bike and a 3.1 run. Okay. Yeah, that's it. And then our long distance one is our Olympic distance. And so that's basically doubling everything. So just under a mile swim, Hmm. then you've got a a 24.8 mile bike and a 6.2 mile run. Oh my goodness. Yep. Man, I bet that biking course is really out there. Yeah. So we go basically around the lake and then we go all the way north um, up through Avon Park. Oh, wow. um, And then kind of, kind of loop back down. So, um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a long course and a, it's a big undertaking for manpower too to to man yeah. that course. But, yeah. but well, Olympic job. distance, yeah, Olympic distance or international distance is is set as that because that's the distance they do in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So um, so we don't get a lot of uh, first timers that do the Olympic distance, but we do do get people that um, you know they kind of go through this progression: super sprint, sprint, and then you know th- year three or four they're ready to try the uh, Olympic distance for the person who is listening to this, because we've heard Dan's testimony, you know, the enemy will be defeated by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So really this reading the scripture, it's about being made alive in Christ is just an encouragement to you. Who's listening to share your testimony. You've heard Dan's now go out and, you know, put your tattoo on, (laughs) you know, whatever, (laughs) just pretend, you know, if you don't have one, and share wear your testimony. <laughs> wear a necklace. Like, bring it with you. Bring your testimony with you. Okay. So, made alive in Christ. Verse one, it says, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us who lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving wrath. But because of his great love for us, (laughs) let me just pause, hold on. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in our transgressions, it's by his grace you have been saved and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Amen. I just like, Candy, this is so good. Like if you just read the Bible, you're like, wait, where did I go? And God raised, <laughs> and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in order that in the coming ages, he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It's the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. And this is where God just brings it home right here. It says, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Is there any encouragement that you can have or that you can give to anybody who's listening about doing a race or training for something and so much of it is just just changing some of your habits to be healthy, right? Uh, you know, the Lord gives us this body, and and we have it for a short period of time while we're here on 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 this earth. But um, you know, we need to 
focus and it's a tool. Our bodies are tools. We can't go out and spread the word if we don't maintain our bodies, right? Yep. We yes. can't go out there and share our testimony if we're, if we're uh, you know, feeble. We just need to, to focus on health, focus on wellness. Mm-hmm. And the other, the other thing is when you're doing athletic training, whether it's running or jogging or, or weightlifting or swimming, you know, the endorphins that get released can't be duplicated. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't falsely duplicate those with a pill. You can't duplicate those with with a supplement. You you those endorphins only get released when you're when you're exercising. And and so, I encourage those um, uh, who who are are seeking the Lord to to do it through through exercise and fitness because you know your passion and those endorphins will just empower you to do so much more than you ever thought you were able to do. And it all starts with a, a healthy lifestyle, and 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 maybe that leads you into training for a triathlon. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah, that's so good. So it makes me feel so humble. Like after I work out, I'm like, okay, I can breathe. You know, like yeah. here's the perspective. Let's run the race for Jesus with Jesus. Like keep the faith. You know, perseverance, yeah. endurance. So well, good. And I- and I tell you, you know, and, and mental health, you know, since my brother's passing has been very important to me. And and something that really helps with mental health is exercise and 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 working out. Um, same thing with uh, with with youth that deal with um, ADHD issues and things like that. There are proven studies that that, you know, working out and releasing those endorphins help you focus, help you help you kind of hone in and, and get rid of that brain fog. You yeah. know, it really, it really just, just hones you in. And um, it, it can be a struggle getting off the couch and starting it. But, but once you get a, you know, you know, 21 days, you know, to create a habit or whatever, but yeah. um, you know, once you, once you start doing it, it, every day becomes a little easier. Every day becomes a little bit more. And um, before you know it, it's, it's, it's a wonderful habit that uh that that will help focus your entire life yeah that's good i really appreciate your time today dan and my pleasure yeah thank you for coming on if people want to get connected with you and the triathlon how do they do it yep so they can go to our our website heartlandtry.com um there's a link on there to the director uh director at heartlandtry.com and they can email me um, and, um, if anybody wants to call and chat or, or needs to talk, they can always reach me on my cell phone. It's eight, six, three, three, eight, one, two, six, five, zero. It's open, open door. I'd love to chat with anybody. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I'm always, when people give their cell, I'm always like, oh my goodness, but it's good because we care. want people to <laughs> call and sign up for that's the right. race. That's right. Okay. That's good. That's good. Is there anything else you'd like to share? No, I just, 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 I, I, I thank God for you and what you're doing, uh, through your podcast. And, um, I'm so glad you reached out to me today. I wish my wife, Laura could have been here to, to share some of her testimony too, but you know what, maybe you'll have us back one day. Exactly. Yeah. I would love, maybe we'll just have Laura come on and share her story. That would be great. Yeah. Grateful for that. Well, thank you so much, Dan. And at the end of every podcast, we always pray. So join us in prayer And uh, we'll just pray together to our Heavenly Father. Father, thank you so much for Dan. And just thank you for this triathlon. Father, decrease us 
and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi y'all, this is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. This is amazing!